Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome into Coffee Break this Monday morning. The show brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. And Benji Cosgrove joining us for the Myrna Loy this morning, giving Chris a little bit of a break this morning. Benji, thanks for being willing to chat with us. Hey, you bet. It is definitely early for my coffee break, but yeah. I will try to power through. <laughs> Have have you already had a cup? I mean, are are you prepared? I've had my morning cup, so this is like my first round of coffee. Okay, coffee break for me usually more like noon, but I'm gonna go with it. All right, I like it. Can can you introduce yourself to folks a little bit? Uh, tell everybody who is Benji Cosgrove. Uh, sure. Yeah, I uh, am the film programmer over at the Myrna Lloyd, and I've worked there for about the last five and a half years. Um, work closely with Chris that entire time. And, um, yeah, so my job is to uh, flip our movies, bring them in, publicize them, try to get people in the theater. So it's been a rough uh, year or so. Um, yeah, your movies. job was not easy. It was not. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we had a lot of things to fight with. You know, a lot of these movies are available online simultaneously mm-hmm. to, to us having them in theater. Um, and, of course, people are concerned, rightfully so, about coming out and sitting in a room with strangers. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think the the one benefit that we had is um, there were some excellent movies this year available to us. Um, these Academy Awards were last night, and there were just some great movies. It really was a good year for uh, especially smaller independent movies. Yeah, and, yeah. Benji Cosgrove is... Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I apologize. It, it's always hard when people aren't in the studio. I always interrupt, end up interrupting people when it's on the phone. It's it, it's tough. So I don't mean to step on you, Benji. Oh, no. I was just <laughs> going to say, if, you know, if you watch the Academy Awards last night, you'll mm-hmm. see, you know, the Myrna had just about every major category, every movie from every major category. Uh, that won last night um, over the last six months. So we were really happy with our selection of movies. And, um, you know, people got to see them on a big screen if they wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, a lot of them were available uh, to stream as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's, uh, you know, as we've said, your last year was very difficult, but you were still able to, as you point out, get those films in. So you have to feel really good because I I know Academy Awards is always, it's sort of a big night for the Myrna, isn't it? You know, you can go, oh, we had that one, we had that one, we had that one. I mean, that's got to be fun. It is. It's nice to cross them off the list for sure. Yeah. And uh, I think we've had the Best Picture winner the last five years in a row. Um, so that feels good, you know. Um, and I think it's a testament to just what we do at the Myrna in general, you know, finding those hidden gems. And it's great. Like right now we have the father playing and Anthony Hopkins won uh, best actor last night, as well as um, best adapted screenplay. Uh, the father also won that. So if people ha- want to check it out, they have, uh, it's going to be here for four more days. If you want to check out the father. Well, and as you pointed out, Benji, I mean, this year looks so much different with so many streaming entries. I mean, I, that, that's been the case for a few years, I guess. But this year, a lot more prevalent um, is 16 of the 23 awards. I went through and actually did math. Uh, 16 of the 23 <laughs> awards went to projects that, at the very least, were the, they were doing the simultaneous uh, premiering yeah. on a, a streaming service of some kind and putting it in the theaters. Uh, how how tough is that for you? I mean, because obviously you want people to come to the Myrna. You, you want them to watch the movie at the Myrna on the big screen. 
how tough is it for you just in a normal year? You know, if this were just a normal year and that was happening, it'd be hard enough. But right now, as you pointed out, you know, there are reasons people might want to stay home and watch. Yeah. And it's every year it's gotten progressively uh, worse as far as how available the streamers are. Even if they open it in a theater, it's uh, usually available a week or two later. Netflix is, is kind of notorious for that. And they had quite a few titles um, this year in the Academy Awards. Mm. But it's interesting, the Academy still seems to, you know, and this is also to speak to the quality of the films, but the uh, Academy still seems to um, like the non-streamers for winners. So like Nomadland won, that was a Fox Searchlight picture that was available on Hulu a couple of weeks after the theatrical release. Um, but it definitely seems like uh, the Netflix titles are the ones that are, are tougher to, to push on people in the theater. Yeah. Um, a lot more people have the Netflix streaming service rather than Hulu or HBO Max. Um, so I feel, I, you know, we feel good. We had Nomadland at Smyrna for about four and a half weeks. And uh, like I say, it won Best Picture. Chloe Zhao won for Best Director. Frances McDormand won for Best Actress. So that was a, it, and it was a great film, you know. It yeah, and that was very amazing. well received here in Helena and and at the Myrna. I mean, you had uh, low, you know, smaller numbers of folks in the theaters, you know, intentionally uh, keeping folks spread apart and that sort of thing. But that one was selling out, wasn't it? It was our biggest movie of the pandemic era. So yeah. the last uh, thirteen months, Nomadland was by far our best. And interestingly, The Father is our second best. Oh, um, we've had that go. now. This is our our fourth week for that. So, no, I think, uh, you know, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, the chicken or the egg, if it's because it has some buzz for the Academy Awards or because it's just a great movie and people talk about it and friends and relatives come out to see it. Because those are, and they're both movies really intended to see on the big screen, especially, I would say, Nomadland. It's such a beautiful, uh, desolate picture that seeing it on the big screen is is so much more impactful i think than watching it on tv at home yeah that's one of those just the the cinematography just sort of begs for that theater experience and there are movies like that i mean a completely different category but i went and saw the the godzilla king kong movie a lot of people watch that at home right because that was a dual streaming thing uh, but i had to go to the big theater because i wanted to see that on a big you know i i know it's all cgi i know but i want to watch that you know it's made to to see big and to hear big nomad land much like that and like you said the, the cinematography the 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 scenery it's made to encompass you and that doesn't happen at home that's true, yeah. And, um, no, I'm with you. you got to see those big movies on the big screen, I mean, and that's the way they're intended to be seen. And, and I hope as, the, you know, as people start to get vaccinated and, and our numbers start to go down, you know, the Myrna can start to open up more seats in our theater. Right now, um, we're allowing up to 45 people in our large theater and up to 15 in our small screening room. Okay. And we're looking, you know, uh, June or July to maybe expand both those numbers, and you know Chris and I have been talking about sort of how we can target some dates for even some live performances to start coming back to the to the Myrna. We uh, we're doing a a puppet festival actually, which will be kind of a quasi live performance. Mm -hmm. I mean, it will be live, but we're limiting it to very small groups and. Uh, it's going to be really cool. It's Saturday, May 15th, and there's two showings of it at 11 and 
and uh, up to 40 people can come to each one. And what we're going to do is break them into groups between like uh, seven and ten people each, and they're going to travel throughout the building and watch these small puppet shows about five to ten minutes each. And we have local artists. I think we have six local artists or groups of artists who are going to present these small puppet shows throughout the building. So we're kind of starting to wade back into that live performance and see, but we're, we're choosing things obviously that are small and local so that um, we can be, uh, you know, so that we can make changes if we have to. Yeah, yeah. Know? So that's coming up on May fifteenth for the for the puppet festival. I mean, that's a that's yeah. a fun thing too, isn't it? I mean, it's just it's just fun. It's great for kids too. Yeah, yep. And it's it's going to be really cool. And and you know, it's one of those events where if you're not so much into one, you know, wait five minutes and then you're going to go see a completely different style, different storytelling technique on a different one. Um, and I think it's going to be it's going to be really exciting. So but there are really limited numbers for that, right? So if people are interested, it, they should probably jump on that pretty quickly. They should, and they can buy tickets um, on our website, themerloy.com, um, or they can call the box office for tickets as well. Okay, and I can give you that that number if you, if you yeah, like. go ahead. If if people are uh, you know we we'll, we'll I'll ramble here for a minute. If people want to be finding that that pen that paper, uh, write down the number. You can always uh, get a hold of us uh, as well, Troy at MontanaRadio.com. But Benji, if people want to call and, and get tickets for the uh, for the upcoming Puppet Festival, what number do they call? Four four three zero two eight seven, and it's at extension twenty one. Okay. We're talking with Benji Cosgrove from the Myrna Loy. He's the film programmer out there. And um, we, we actually, just as a programming note, we were going to be chatting with uh, some folks out at the Montana VA today. And it looks like maybe that fell through. So, um, Benji, if you don't mind sticking around for uh, another 10 minutes of show than what we had planned, does that work out for you? Sure. Okay. Well, we'll we'll stick with Benji all morning. We'll talk Myrna all morning. I love doing that. <laughs> um, we got a couple of minutes before we need to go to a break. Um, so I guess maybe we'll circle around. We'll finish talking uh, movies a little bit. Um, we, we talked about Nomadland um, and and the father. I mean, why do you think people latched onto those films? Why why those two? What was it about those movies? I'm sure you've seen them multiple times now. Well, I think. In, in the case of Nomadland, I mean, right now it seems like the perfect movie at the perfect time. Yeah. I mean, it's about it's about the, the idea of loss and how people, um, you know, go through that mourning process. Um, the story really centers around Frances McDormand. She's lost her job in a in a town. Basically, the town is shut down because of a factory close, and um, her husband has died. And she's on her own, and she's having to deal with this new reality for her. And she decides to start to travel across the country in her um, in her van. And she basically finds this whole community of people that are doing the same thing, who who have also been either um, ostracized from society, or they have decided to give up, you know, the the normal trappings of society and go out on their own. And it's just a really it's a really beautiful. Uh, meditation on how you how you uh, handle grief, how you go through the grieving process, and come out the other side. Um, and it's not like any you know it's a very different movie. You yeah, know? they yeah. use a lot of non actors in it, um, but it's it's really beautiful. I would encourage people to see it. It's it's a tough movie too. You know, it, they they really um, take the gloves off when they deal with loss and grief in it. 
and it is hard, but uh, it's really beautiful. Yeah, certainly worth the watch. And in, in a bit of an upset, as you mentioned, Anthony Hopkins named uh, Best Actor for the Father. Uh, the last time he won, Silence of the Lambs. That was when they were putting those movies out on VHS, guys. That was like 30 okay. years ago. Um, now he's the oldest uh, oldest to win that award, I think 83. Yeah. Um, you have that show going on also, but that's only for a few more days, right? Yeah, it's it. So we've actually, I kept it specifically to see it, to have it after the Academy Awards. And so we still have it for four more days if people want to come check it out. Um, and, and again, it, it's a tough one too. He's, he's uh, going through dementia. You know, it's about uh, a man basically at the end of his life and dealing with the loss of memory. So it's very, it's, it's very much about grief as well, just in a different way. It's a, it's a quieter film and it's a more personal um, individual journey. I guess, but Olivia Coleman is also in it. She's excellent. She was nominated for uh, Best Supporting Actress. She did not win, uh, but uh, yeah, I would I would encourage people to check it out if they if they have a chance. Yeah, well, and you mentioned uh, she didn't win. Glenn Close didn't win either. She's now tied with Peter O'Toole. Eight nominations, no wins. I know. <laughs> no, <laughs> I I. I can't fault them this year. Uh, I Hillbilly Elegy was a tough was a tough movie, and you know she she did her best. Uh, but um, I think uh, she really probably had should have won one of the times before. Yeah. But, um, well, this and was you, a rough one. You mentioned Benji. I mean, we got Nomadland, and uh, that that has been at the Myrna. We've got the father that is currently at the Myrna. Those are your top two movies in, uh, in, in this last year or so. Um, so people going to see those, but ratings for award shows are trending down lately. Yeah. Uh, you know, how do those two numbers, I mean, it, it seems that th that's strange. They're going to see the best movies. They're just not watching the award show. Uh, why is that? I think uh, even, even though people are going to these Academy Awards, uh, nominated movies. Um, I think the larger population is still is still not. You know, they're still smaller movies. They're they're successful small movies. They're not successful big movies like your Marvel movies and that mm. kind of thing. And I think and I think um, you know there are big movies once in a while that get nominated and rightfully so. And then there's times the Academy Awards will nominate one just to try to I think up the ratings a little. So. It's it's a tricky thing. This year's Academy Awards was even harder because it was so strange, and it was the pandemic show, obviously, and there was limited uh, people in the actual theater. They they did some some odd things. I thought they didn't show clips of the movies um, hardly at all. They even changed the uh, order so, that they always hand the awards out in. Yeah, and so there was some talk that they thought Chadwick Boseman, who passed away this year, would win for Ma Rainey's. Um, for Ma Rainey at at the end for Best Actor, and then Anthony Hopkins won, and he wasn't even in person. They accepted the award on his behalf, so it was a real downer ending. It, I I think they probably thought Chadwick Boseman was going to yeah. win, and it was going to um, be a more emotional ending to the Academy Awards, and it just didn't quite work that way. Yeah. Benji Cosgrove is with us from the Myrna Loy. We're going to take just a couple more minutes before we go to a break because I want to finish talking movies because another you have coming up, French Exit. Uh, that coming up, I guess, after The Father finishes its run. What is that one all about? So French Exit is actually playing right now. With it is? Okay. So those are, yeah, those are the two movies we have right now. 
Um, and it stars Michelle Pfeiffer and Lucas Hedges. Lucas Hedges, a uh, great up-and-coming young actor. He seems to be in almost every Myrna movie we have now. So it's a great cast. Um, it's about, it, it's interesting. It's kind of the anti-Nomadland. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer's husband has died, and he was also Lucas Hedges' father. And, um, and she travels to uh, France to basically blow through the, the rest of his life savings. So it's a different way, I guess, of dealing with grief. But it's, it's a little bit funnier. It's a quirkier movie. Um, and I haven't seen it yet. We just started it last Friday. Okay. Um, but the but one coming heard, up then I, is Limbo. Is that the one that's coming up? Yes. So okay. Limbo starts Friday. Yep. Limbo will start Friday. And, what, and what, give us so, a quick rundown on what that is. So Limbo is a, a timely movie right now. It's a, more of a comedy, but it is about refugees, um, Syrian refugees who are seeking asylum in Scotland, but they have to wait while all their claims are processed. So it's this group of Syrian refugees hanging out in Scotland and trying to get a feel for the culture and uh, tr start trying to fit in in, in Scottish society. And it, does, it looks very funny, and um, I'm excited about that one. Benji Crossgrove with us from the Marna Loy, the film programmer out there. We're going to give him a, a quick break. We're going to give you a quick break. We've got to play a couple of commercials, but then we're going to come back and chat some more after this. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back in Coffee Break, brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant, 459-8565. And we're continuing our chat this morning about the Myrna Loy. What's all happening out there? We're chatting with Benji Cosgrove. He's the film programmer out there. And uh, you mentioned it in the first half, Benji, but uh, when it comes to movies and, and events and stuff out there, uh, people is starting to come out again slowly. What's it looking like at the Myrna? Are you seeing more people in these movies? Movies? We are starting to see more people. Um, actually, uh, French Exit, uh, the movie that uh, we just opened Friday, I was shocked uh, this weekend how, how great the turnout was for that. And so I think that shows, because French Exit isn't a movie that a lot of people have heard about, I think that is showing that people are just coming to check out new stuff now. So we're feeling pretty good. Yeah, we went, uh, my wife and I went out to dinner uh, this weekend, and the place was absolutely full. And it was so nice to see that, uh, that, uh, you know, everybody in there was busy. Everybody was having, you know, everybody that was eating was having a good time. And, and so it's neat to see people starting to get back out there again. I mean, as numbers go down in the community in terms of COVID vaccinations going up, you mentioned it, you're, you're hoping for some changes and some increases in uh, the, the number of folks that you're allowing, right? I mean, is there a, is there a timeline or benchmarks moving forward or, you know, how, how do you make that decision? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been tough, 
but we, um, we're looking at uh, middle of June to start adding a couple of movie times. So during, during the pandemic, especially at first when people were really worried about surface, uh, surface contact and um, transfer of germs, so we only showed one, we only had audiences in one theater once a day, no matter what. So um, as the CDC is starting to say that the surface isn't as big of a worry, it's more the uh, transfer in the air, we're going to start um, showing two movies a day on the weekends, um, probably middle of June, like I said, um, and we'll start to rent our facilities during the day and then also play movies at night. So we're, we're starting to be able to get back closer to normal. Um, Obviously, you know, I'm sure every business in town has had to deal with the staffing problem when you just don't have customers. And mm -hmm. so we're starting to add a little bit more staff, um, uh, our part-time staff back, bring them back. And, yeah, and just be open a little bit more, have, have more movies, more events. Um, and we're really looking forward to it. Um, but we'll, you know, we're going to be cautious and, and see if uh, people are coming out and see if those extra showings um, are serving, you know, our customers. And if people are coming out, then we'll continue to kind of go down that path. Benji Cosgrove with us from the Myrna Loy. And uh, we've got, Benji, about five minutes left. And something that we're going to dig into a little bit uh, next time around when we're chatting with Chris, but it, I think it's uh, worth mentioning at least this morning, uh, Myrna's Night Out. For those unaware, can you tell them what that is and i guess maybe what does it normally look like when we're not trying to uh, tiptoe through a pandemic what's myrna's night out well myrna's night out is our annual fundraiser and it's so typically we would have it at the civic center ballroom um we'd invite you know 500 people to come you know we we are slowly building attendance um since we moved to the civic center but it's a wine tasting it's appetizers uh, we have a auction, a live auction, and a silent auction simultaneously. Um, and obviously, last year we had to cancel it. It's funny we had our um, date. I think it was March 14th last year at the Citizen Center, and we literally had to cancel it two days before the yeah. event uh, when the when things started to shut down. So we went online last year. And um, it was a really, it was a cool uh, way to do it, and it was very successful for us. Uh, we really appreciate um, all the people who went online and checked us out. Um, Chris and some of our board members do a video opening, and they talk about what's available, and they talk about what the Myrna is up to, um, what events we have going on, what kinds of movies we have, um, and then um, and then we're going to do an online auction where you can bid for three days. I believe it starts June 3rd at 6 p.m. with a Facebook Live event, and then the online auction will be open um, all weekend until Sunday. I think it closes at like 9 o'clock. Okay, so coming up in June this year, it is going to be online again, but I, I guess with, uh, with the hope that next year we're going to be able to actually have this event in person again. I really hope so. Yes, we are definitely uh, ready to get back out and have a big old party. Um, I think, as most people in the community are. Um, so yes, we would. We we have a date reserved for the Civic Center uh, for 2022. So we, fingers crossed, everything works out. We will be back in business um, next year for our in-person 
a big fundraising event. Right. But if folks don't wait, don't go, well, they'll be back next year. So we'll do that. I mean, this. how important is this to what the Myrna does throughout the year? This is a big deal. It's crucial. It really is. Um, we, you know, generate a, a big portion of our fundraising just in that in that one night, um, three nights now that it's online. But um, yeah, and it it goes to help us do everything from the film program to our live events, and also the new um, the new thing we've started now. And I'm sure Chris has talked about this, but it's our online soundstage concerts. We have an entire series of concerts available for free online at our website. Uh, you can watch these. Um, about They're each about an hour long, and it's all artists in Montana. We're, we're trying to showcase the best musicians in and around Helena and the state, um, and it's produced by our um, amazing technical director, Lenny Eckhart, and there are interviews by John Dendy, who's a local musician here in Helena. He talks to the artists and then we show them performing on the Myrna stage, but it's all filmed. And um, I highly encourage people to go online and just check out some of these concerts. We have everything. Uh, we just did um, one with Superman and uh, Chante Standing Rock, which is awesome. We have um, everything from uh, uh, Celtic music to country music to electronic music. It's it's a really cool series, and so. The um, fundraiser definitely helps us with the soundstage because we're putting it up for free, and yeah. we're really not—we're doing it as a community service more than anything during the pandemic. So. Yeah, and uh, and not an inexpensive thing to do. So I recognize that you know we're, we're all getting tired. We're all getting tired of the masks, and we're all getting tired of. Well, it's online this year. You know, we're sort of getting that online. <laughs> you know, just fatigue. Uh, but you know we we got to push through it. This is an important thing. So we'll you, you've got time. Uh, we'll talk about that next month uh, when we get Chris back on the line. But uh, for this morning, it's been a fun time chatting with uh, Benji Cosgrove. He's the film programmer out at the Myrna Loy. Uh, he knows everything about all the movies that are going on out there. So if you want to go out there and uh, tell Benji hi. I bet you can do that. They've still got uh, the father going on out there. and So go check that one out. It, it's Anthony Hopkins. You know you want to go see it. Benji, uh, thanks for taking time with us today. I, I really, really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Anytime, Troy. I appreciate it. And if people want to find out anything about what's happening at the Marna, probably best thing, just go on the website, right? we got a great website. Yep, check it out, themyrnaloy.com. Okay. Benji, thanks so much. We're all out of time this morning. Thanks to you for joining us for Coffee Break. And uh, we did miss out with those folks at the VA. Weren't able to connect with them, but we're going to see if we can line that up down the road. For today, we're all out of time. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.